The Mall of Africa has become iconic in South Africa, not just because of how enormous it is, but because it has redefined the shopping experience. Working on the Waterfall podcast over the past few months, I've heard many fascinating things said about the mall. So, I decided to explore further. Here's a take on my findings. It's 9:30 a.m. and it's actually very surprising how quiet the roads are here. I'm currently on what road is this? Allendale, leading up to Mall of Africa. And I'm excited to be heading there to meet Johan Furi, the mall's general manager. I travel there because I figured there was no better place to get some answers than at the mall itself. So I've just arrived, and there we go, pulling up to Parkade C4. I was curious to find out what makes this mall win awards, such as Sunday Times' coolest mall. What does it take to run a mall of this size? And how do they prepare for major shopping events such as Black Friday and the festive season? This is episode four of the Waterfall Podcast. So now currently walking through the entrance and I'm on my way to find Johan. The mall has such a striking presence and not just from the commanding structure on the outside but you also take in its grandeur when you walk in. Straight from parking C4 is where you'll find the management office of Mall of Africa. The African theme is immediately present as you enter. The wallpaper behind reception is an outline of Africa and woven baskets are hung on the wall. Directly next to reception are some awards and a large piece of stone actually that was preserved from the excavation. I'm then greeted by Johan and his staff. This is the big, big Johan was casually dressed in a blue checked collar shirt and jeans and had a friendly approach. It's obvious that he's passionate about his job and it didn't take him long to start talking about the mall parking design. And what's nice, if you look at parking, so follow my hand, parking, 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 parking. I asked Johan about some of the interesting experiences he has had as GM of the mall and how he juggles so many balls at once. Managing a mall of this magnitude comes with daily challenges. Uh, the most important part of a mall is to ensure that you have your mall ready for trade and in meaning that the mall is clean, safe, secure and you consistently apply those disciplines throughout the mall throughout the year. Or further to that, having 300 tenants, multiple shoppers where we have just over 1.3 million visitors monthly to the mall comes with its own challenges and also also unforeseen events like load shedding, anything that comes your way, that, that can become challenging on a day-to-day -day basis. But I must say, with a team that we have on site, strong management team managing this to the best they possibly could on a daily basis. And I think in three and a half years also uh, settling in with the 300 plus tenants we have in the mall, we've also built good relationships. So 
it's not always necessarily negative. It's mostly positive things that we engage with tenants with and we build capacity. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, the key point here is to build an experience for the customer and the consumer coming here. And, and you can only do that through your tenants. Given its size, Mall of Africa has broken so many records. But there are even more mind-blowing facts that Johan revealed. To date, Mall of Africa is the largest single-phase shopping center to be built in Africa. Uh, the design of the mall's four courts was inspired by different regions. I think it's important just to note that the Olium Court depicts the oil-rich West Africa, which is on the western side of the mall. That's basically where Pick and Pay and Game are situated, and on the upper level, Edgars. Then we have the Great Lakes Court, which depicts East Africa. That's where Woolworths is situated. The Crystal Court depicts the mineral wealth of Southern Africa, and that's where the luxury brands are on the upper level. And the Sand Court representing the desert dunes of North Africa. And that's where our restaurants or the town square, as we refer to, is situated. With over 130,000 square meters of retail space, the mall is home to over 300 stores, of which many are flagships. Parking is evenly spread over the four corners of the mall, which makes the, the shopping so much more convenient, and obviously f- for ease of um, access to the different stores. We also have an access of 6,500 parking bays, and um, easy access from the main arterial routes, like the N1, Highway, Kailami, Fourways, Pretoria and Joburg. Interesting fact is that the N1 highway is the busiest highway in South Africa. Due to the mall's design and layout, it is easy to navigate around the mall, so you don't necessarily get lost or get you walk into dead ends. And we recently launched our new free Wi-Fi throughout the mall. While getting a personal tour of the mall, Johan reminisced about the opening day. Well, I think before we speak about how many people came into that mall that specific day, what's important is to know what went on the night before. Almost 300 shops preparing to all open the same time the next day. I'm not even mentioning how many tenants, just contractors alone. That evening we had over 6,000 contractors on site. The trucks for delivery were were queuing up probably two to three kilometers to deliver. Some stores took up to six, seven hours to get delivery as a result of the magnitude and the volumes going through. With the opening of the mall, the launch, we thought uh, there's some traffic accident and we looked out and said, no, we're causing the traffic jam. And we hit a record of 146,000 people that visited the mall. While we walk toward the town square, we further discuss the design of the mall. The design of Mall of Africa, one of the key factors why it's so successful, it's that you have two levels of shopping that's well integrated. And how we integrate the two levels is the wide passages, the high ceilings or the high shop fronts. On the lower level, shop fronts will go up to about four and a half meters. And on the Upper shopping level, our shop fronts go up to, in some places, to nine meters, which allows a lot of volume, a lot of natural light comes in. Another factor that links the two levels successfully is that your anchor tenants, like your Woolworths, your Tours, 
um, multiple tenants, that's anchor tenants in the mall, trade over two levels, which gives you that integration or traffic flow rather between the two levels. So we walked outside to Town Square where many of the restaurants are situated. There are also the fountains where kids can be seen enjoying themselves on a hot day. Now they love this. But they even play in this water in winter as well. No, kids don't worry about temperatures. No. Winter, summer, right through. That doesn't matter at all. Well, another fact, if you look at Santon City, the stainless steel railings in the mall makes up eight kilometers in total. If you link those stainless steel handrails from where we're standing now to Santon City, will, as the crow flies, will link Santon City with Mall of Africa. For the second year running, Mall of Africa has been voted South Africa's coolest mall. Johan explained why he thinks it's so cool. Look, Mall of Africa is a popular hangout spot for the youth, and the shopper mix is primarily made up of the mid-income individuals. And just to put that in perspective, the 20 to 29-year-olds and the 30 to 39-year-olds age bracket. Mall of Africa is unique in the sense that um, it's just more than a shopping experience. It's a lifestyle destination. Uh, Mall of Africa is leading the way in the international trend of adding entertainment and event experiences to the retail mix. Through a number of various strategic partnerships, the mall has previously hosted a variety of lifestyle events through the year, uh, such as the annual GQ Best Dressed Men Award of the Year, um, the SA Fashion Week Menswear and Ladieswear pop-up shops that we've also done. And as a super regional mall, Mall of Africa is perfectly situated to create a new super hub for the African creative industry. One such initiative is the Art Collective, a series of four that we host every year. And it is the largest display ever done in, and, and it's never been done in a shopping center before. It's also one of the awards we won, particularly is the arts exhibitions. And last year, the mall also unveiled our historic landmark sculpture. It's the, the ones that you see as you drive into the mall. they more than five meters in height, which is the two um, Africa sculptures. And we've created that through two faces of Africa. South Africa's coolest mall is only one of many awards that have been won. Mall of Africa recently got awarded multiple footprint awards at the 23rd South African Council of Shopping Centers, which we're very proud of. The Spectrum Award was awarded to us for Africa's Art Collective in the Sales and Promotions category. We also got a, uh, received a Gold Award, Africa's Art Collective, also in the Sales and Promotions category, as well as the, in the Community Relations category. The Silver Awards we also received for the beach event that we held last year in the park and the GQ Best Dressed in the Public Relations category. Mall of Africa has firmly positioned itself in the hearts and minds of shoppers from all over the country, with many restaurants and hotspots being the reason for this. Well, I must say, I think the giraffes on the town square and the two Africa sculptures um, have been very popular for selfies. You will always find people taking photos there. 
Our fa- favorite restaurants would include Cream, Casabella, Ocean Basket, Rockamamas, Spur, Tashas and Wasabi. As it gets close to the end of the year and the holiday season, shopping is on everyone's mind. It's the busiest time for any mall. So how is Mall of Africa preparing for it? Well, I think we're going to kick off the holiday season with our annual Black Friday sale, which is on the 29th of November. And uh, obviously customers can look forward to exclusive sales from all our tenants throughout the festive season. Families can look forward to a fun-packed holiday program in the park. The park will be transformed into a dino adventure park from the 7th of December and it will run until the 5th of January. Daily activities will include walk with the dinosaurs, climbing walls, abseiling, bungee, trampoline, jungle maze and much more. We will also, as from the 7th of December, extend our trading hours and that's to accommodate our holiday shoppers. The mall will also provide gift wrap solutions, and all proceeds uh, will be donated to a nominated charity organization. These days, a mall is not only a place to go shopping, but it's also somewhere that provides entertainment value for the whole family. Mall of Africa has something for everyone. Well, firstly, we look at the movies that we, we offer in Mall of Africa, and for three and a half years in a row, we still the number two Sterkinikor in the country, with only Gateway and Durban being the leader. Uh, we also have the jungle gym for the, the younger kids in the food court area, and we also have an outside play area on the town square, as well as the water features, which the kids love. In addition to our water feature in the town square, we also have a musical fountain, which is situated at the end of the town square or the beginning of uh, Waterfall Park, where we have actually have shows in the evenings between 7 and 9, where the water fountain will go into a show mode and random songs will be played, and the water feature will react to the rhythm of the music. People love sitting in the evening watching musical shows. In addition, we also have go-karting, which is situated on... Parking C4, level C4, which adds to our entertainment for December. With so much foot traffic in the mall on a daily basis, I was wondering how they keep shoppers safe and actually what their methods for crime prevention are. I asked Johan about this on our walkabout. We uh, bump up security over the busy period and um, there's various methods that we use to control security in that the amount of cameras that we utilize, a very good feature that we have in our parking areas is a system called the LNPR system, which does number plate recognition. So if a vehicle has been reported stolen or lost and it enters Mall of Africa, an alarm will go off in the control room and the security would then respond and call the police. We have successfully in the last year Um, managed to apprehend many suspects that were involved in various crimes. The mall has actually made efforts to reduce its carbon footprint through one of the world's largest rooftop solar systems. That is a huge feat. Sustainability 
is a key priority for Mall of Africa, and the record-breaking rooftop solar PV system that we unveiled last year is to date still the largest of its kind in the Southern Hemisphere. It is estimated that we are able to produce just in excess of 7,800 megawatts annually. There's 15,000 solar panels on the roof of Mall of Africa, and the mall's solar system is grid-tied and produces power for self-consumption, meaning that all electricity generated from the sun is utilized during the mall's seven-day-a-week. Business can save on, on cost. Additionally, this means that a subsequent reduction in the national energy grid and the system saves 4,300 tons of coal and 8,000 tons of CO2 emissions annually. The mall is always expanding. Looking at the past year and into the near future, Johan talks about some of the new exciting tenants and shops. We've introduced a couple of tenants this year, which we it talks back to being the cool mall, and one of those tenants were Yappi Chef. We also opened exclusive books, and the latest edition is a new generation pick and pay, and as well as a pep and deals which opened at the end of September. Toy Kingdom is set to open at the end of November. Johan then took me to a show unit of the new LIPS mixed-use development, which is currently under construction alongside the mall. Surprisingly, this fully kitted-out, life-size demo apartment is situated in the mall's parkade. Is this built to scale? Uh, yes. It is built to scale. And this is one of the two-bedroom units. Oh, this is awesome. Look, the NG ones of 40... 40 odd squares, 45 and one and a half million, give or take, and then your penthouses go to 300 squares at 12 million. Yo, I can even live in this one, okay? <laughs> I can live in this demo unit. Mall of Africa truly is a marvel. From the structure to the stores and entertainment spots, I had such an incredible experience, and that's because it's well run. That is testament to Johan and his team's passion. Thanks for listening to episode four of the Waterfall podcast. Join us again soon as we look back at the year that was in our next episode.